This is the Tribe of Millionaires podcast from GoBundance. The tribe of healthy, wealthy, generous people who choose to live epic lives. Listen Tuesdays for featured guests and Fridays for GoBundance member spotlights. But listen always to hear how our guests have grabbed life big. Now, here's your host, Jamie Gruber. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. So happy to be here today with a GoBundance brother that I got the chance to meet down in Miami. We spent some time on yachts together touring. I don't know what that was, the Atlantic Ocean, I guess we were in. It was a good time, but he's a father, a husband, proud to be both of those. He's an investor. He's a GoBundance brother of mine as well. Bernard Pearson, welcome, brother. Thanks for having me here, Jamie, brother. This is awesome. Of course, of course. We, we talked a bit about uh, uh, Chris Ryan, the guy who runs GoBundance, and he gave you he gave you a bunch of other names like Barry, Bernard, Beatrice. Yeah, yeah. He called out on me a few times at that mastermind, and he he got every name except mine. All the names started with a B, but he never said Bernard. He always it was it was Brandon. Brandon was his favorite one for some reason. And he did it like with love. I remember there was like a somber moment, like if I'm going to talk to Brandon, we're all like, sure, yeah. Talk then, to so, so so then he asked, is there anything Gold Buttons could have been better? Yeah. yeah, so I got I got my chance <laughs> to raise my hand and say I have a good idea. We can start yeah. working on getting names better. <laughs> I'm getting names right. <laughs> exactly. That was fun. That was fun. That was a good time. So let's get the story of Bernard, Brandon, whatever your name is. Let's get the story of Bernard, the backstory. You've got a a great story. Really interesting. There's a lot of depth there. So just kind of roll with it. Give us the five, seven minute version of you and we'll go from there. All right, cool. So I live in Miami, Florida, uh, warm Miami, Florida. I was born here. I've lived here most of my life. My parents were actually living here when I was born. And that's the reason I was, I've, I've, I was born here. And back in the 80s, my parents are originally from Nicaragua. I have three passports, Nicaragua, France, and U.S. So I moved to Nicaragua when I was six um, with my parents. They moved back because, well, they, they had been here because they fled out of the country from the country was just not in, in a good situation politically. There was a war. There was a lot of things not 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 going right with the country at the time, right? And and they just came here to the U.S. to look for a better life and then seek an asylum and all that. So then, when things got better, they moved back. So I that's the reason I grew up in Nicaragua most of my life, um, at least high school and middle school and all that. And when I was eighteen and graduated high school, I came back to the U.S. to study for college and and so on. Um, and I, I, when I graduated college, I only had a W-2 job for one year. It was never my thing. My, my parents were always entrepreneurs, so I kind of had that entrepreneur chip in my head, right, and, and always wanted to do my own thing. So I got an accounting job right out of college one year. It was, I was bored out of my mind. It was 2007, <laughs> right? So, and, I, and I quit my job right in, 2000, in the middle of 2008. Perfect timing to quit a job, right? Perfect timing to go look at for, for a job. So I, I was kind of forced to go back into, into entrepreneurship. And it was kind of naturally what I wanted to do. And I, I did a few things. I, I, I started um, trading commodities, trading food. I, I did some transactions with sugar, coffee, beef. And then I started getting interested in real estate. Because I I started seeing that uh, all that trading, all that food is very transactional based, and I needed some, I wanted I was looking for something that was more 
would create more of a steady income, right? So I, I got involved in real estate. I ended up doing real estate development in Nicaragua in, and I would travel weekly um, either to Nicaragua or Costa Rica, which was the other country I was doing work in as well. Mm-hmm. And I would tra- I was living in Miami at the time. I would travel, and this was back in 2013 ish, 2012, 2013. I would travel Monday through Friday, um, work on, do my stuff there, you know, work, um, build, and, and come back here. We would build condos, single family homes, and, and home communities. And around 2018, Nicaragua once again hit a, a pretty bad crisis um, political, economic, there was a social uprising for political reasons against the government and the from one day to the other we the, the economy basically came to a stop we were at the brink of war um we never actually got into a war but we were very close to getting into a war and 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 um the, the country just went the, the economy in general just went south but there weren't any lenders so, this would have been um, a civil war right w- within the country it, it would have been yes yes yeah we, we were it, it it was more of there were more of it, it so it never got past protests that were very violent, I guess. And, and, and some sure. people, there, there, there were at least 300 dead, probably more, but 300 that were accounted for. That, um, so, so it was a sad time, a bad time for the country and um, also for business. So we couldn't really do much more business there. Um, fortunately, um, although it was very bad, fortunately for me, it, uh, it, it kind of hit me it couldn't have hit me at a better time in, in where I was in my development projects. We were finishing off one project and about to start off another. So mm-hmm. we were able to back out of the next project, but we were able to finish off the current project. But then after that, there was just really no future in, in doing development work down there because the banks weren't lending. So our, our we, we would send sell residential products. So our, our buyers couldn't buy if banks weren't lending on we couldn't get a loan from one of the wallet more and there just wasn't a market for it anymore. The, right. the, the economy, it got hit pretty bad. It was kind of like uh, the feeling that we got back in April of 2018 was kind of the feeling we got here in March of 2020 with COVID. Where yeah. we, were, we, we didn't know what was going to happen and, and it kind of happened suddenly in a way. Yeah. So, so we got hit that, um, that happened to us and to, to our country at least. And, and, but we, we didn't really recover as we still haven't recovered. We're, we're still in a pretty bad situation. So that's when I, I moved back to, 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 to Miami full time. Um, I was still living here. So it was, it was kind of an easier transa- um, transition for me because I did have a home here. I, I, all I had to do was stop, stop traveling, right? There was more, sure. more than that. I had to close out my businesses and, and so on. But, but at least I, I, I had a home here that I can move into and, and, and a base to come to. And I had already started. I, I I was always into multifamily investing and, and 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 just real estate investing in general. So although I was developing throughout all that time in Central America, I was still investing in multifamily properties, either as a limited partner or in some cases I, I had already gotten into some uh, some deals more on the active side, more on the management side. But it wasn't my full time thing. So it was, but it was. A, Good, a good time to transition into this becoming um, just multifamily investing in general, um, becoming my full-time gig. So, and Love that's it. where I am now. 
that is where you are. We'll get into family and things. There's a few questions. That, uh, maybe some are quick hitters and others go a little deeper. But what what you mentioned residential projects. Is that what you said? Residential projects in Nicaragua? What does that look like? Were you developing uh, like like multifamily residential housing? Were you developing like neighborhoods of single family homes? What, what, what was that that you were doing in Nicaragua? Both. Um, mostly neighborhoods of single family homes and um, condo buildings. So we have multifamily for sale though, not, not, not for in, in the condos, right? So it wasn't like a, a rental building. It was more of a right. um, building that would go for sale. Gotcha. So you would develop the asset and then sell off the individual condos or the individual neighbor or the individual homes, the single family homes or whatever. Um, and yeah. that comes to a full stop in, uh, in, uh, in uh, what, what was it? 2018? When in 2018? April. April ish of 2018. That comes to a full April-ish. stop. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is the, this, I, what's the state of things now in Nicaragua? What, what is it like right now there? Is it the same unrest? Is there still political political unrest? Are there still protests that things calm down? Kind of what's the, what is it now? Like, this isn't something I'll be honest with you that I've tracked. I'm just kind of curious what the, what the state of things are. Is lending opened up? Is it a place where you could go invest again now? I, I wouldn't recommend to go invest down there. I mean, it, it's not a place I would be interested in investing. Uh, the unrest is, is, there is no unrest right now. Um, things have calmed down. There are, there's no, um, people aren't really protesting around the streets or anything like that. Uh, so there was a lot of oppression with the protest in 2018 from the government mm-hmm. to the people that were protesting. So with that, I, it, it, the, so the president, the, the government was at the brink of being toppled. I mean, they, they, they almost brought the government down. And the response of the, go- of the government at, at one point was was just to be very oppressive with the people, right? Or or, or um, just they, they they started attacking the, the the these large gatherings and these large uprising and protests, and people got scared. I mean, they threw everyone in prison. They 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 they, they killed a lot of people. So it was it was very hard for um and and it it, it just it. It died down for that reason. Sure, in sure. In my opinion, at least, that's why I think it, it, it kind of settled down. They like took the, control. Yeah, they took control. Yeah, yeah, they they, they, they took control and just. Um, so now, um, the it, the country is moving along somehow, right? There, there is kind of like a Venezuela situation where people mm-hmm. still do business there, people still travel there, um, but uh, I guess foreign investment is 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 not too excited about investing in the country Um, lending has picked up prices have not uh lending is still very strict sure um well they're just on they're probably a bit of on an edge right like you just don't know as an international you just don't know like is this going to happen again right you don't feel that that the whatever roots are being grown are deep and 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 supple enough to support whatever is right now it could it could could happen again right that's kind of what i think venezuela is going through if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah and 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 then you you also have a bunch of diplomatic problems where the well, well we just had elections right and the results aren't recognized by by, by most countries the U S didn't recognize the elections there they're, they're really they're not right yeah so that and, and and this was like when I think it was Sunday like four or five days ago so um, even there's a there's I think there's only three countries at this point well four that have recognized it and. I want to say it's Russia, Cuba, Venezuela, and Bolivia. I'm not sure if Can there's you, any others. This is part of my ignorance. What does that mean? Not recognize. So, all right, I don't even know who the players are, but 
you know, uh, uh, Steve and Mike are going up for election, you know, to be the president of, of, of Nicaragua, right? Steve wins, but that election is not recognized by the United States. What does that, what does that look like? What does that mean? If you don't mind just kind of diving into that a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, or am I oversimplifying? Sure. I'm, I'm not the perfect, I'm not the best person to answer that question, but it basically means that well, the diplomatic relationships will continue, probably, right? Yeah. But it's kind, kind of, the, but the U.S. does not recognize our government as the official government of the country. It. They don't. It, it may get to that, right? It's, it's still not there, but, it, but it may get to that, and, and a lot of economic sanctions are expected to happen. Um, there's a, a, a bill that just passed Congress here in the U.S. It's called Renacer bill and um it just got signed into law by president biden i think two days ago i want to say mm. and 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 the bill is that what it basically states is if un, un, unless elections in the country start become fairer or or, or they you know they, they make significant changes to how elections are are held um they're going to start and doing more sanctions and to the sure. country or, or to individuals specifically in the government and potentially even kicking us out of CAFTA, which so CAFTA is kind of like the NAFTA version of, of mm, South okay. America, Republic of the Dominican Republic and the U S we have a, a trade agreement between the U S Central America and Dominican Republic was part of it too. So we could potentially be kicked out of that Kick, agreement. Kicked out of that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Now, I, like I said, when I, I've heard that term, and I'm just, I, no idea, no idea, no idea what it yeah. means. And and honestly, the the one thing I wanted to ask you, this is just your opinion, dude. I, I don't. There's no. When you say words like unrest, um, violent protests, all these things, right? Like we've had that in the last few years in the United States. So with your you coming from a country where you've seen that, you know, kind of. I don't know, on the brink of war, civil war, all that stuff. And I'm not, this isn't a doomsday. I'm not like a nutty, uh, I shouldn't say it. I'm not like nuts about like, oh shit, shit, the, the country's coming to an end of the United States or whatever. But I, are there parallels? Are there things like when you see certain news stories or certain things happening in the US or the polarization, I guess, that we have here and you've experienced what you've experienced in Nicaragua or Venezuela, you've been closer maybe to the Venezuela thing that most people pay attention to in the US who are just sort of, you know, we're in our, we're in our own lives here. I don't know. Does that, does anything kind of, or do you see it as like, nah, not even close. The U S just has too many checks and balances in place. Or is it like, no, yeah. Some of the stuff kind of, you know, reminiscent of what happened in Nicaragua. I mean, it's going to take a lot more than just some unrest to topple a country. This, the, I, I don't know. I, I'll let you go. Is there anything that you see that's a parallel in any way, shape or form that, that you want to just sort of talk through? Well, yeah, that, that's a loaded question, but so the, the, the short answer is, is, is not even close. Okay. What's the difference? The like, like, you're not, what's the difference though? The, so for me, it's, I, maybe things aren't a hundred percent fair in the U S but, but, but I feel some support when I sign a contract, right? If I, if I sign an agreement with you, I, I know I can go to media. I know I can uh, take it to court. I know I can find ways to, 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 for it to work. It, it may not always work, but it's going to work many times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in, in Nicaragua, that's just, that's just not the case. I mean, it, it, I, I, it, we sign agreements just for the holiday, right? Cause, 
because it's and it in the end it's whoever has the the better connections that's gonna that's gonna win but so going back to the civil unrest our our civil unrest was pretty much the whole country um mm. that 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 uh, the uprising was pretty much the whole there, there were a lot of people you you look at images and i don't know are you you know if if there were probably 500,000 people at, the, at a time and, and, and we're a small country, right? We're, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Our population is 6 million. You're so right. you're, you're, you're talking about 10% of the population on the streets or probably more than that. Yeah. But on the conservative side, you know, um, I don't think we saw anything close to that here in the U S I don't think we saw what's the population in the U S we're like at 350 million right now. 350, so I, yeah. 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 I don't think we saw 30 million people on, on the streets here. Right. So, so that would put into perspective, I think, yeah. um, in, in, in terms of, there was large parts of the country were being affected or, or, I mean, I was here in Miami and, and, and I wasn't affected by the protest, uh, that wouldn't have happened in Nicaragua. Like if you, if you were in, in Nicaragua, there's just no way you wouldn't have an effect of the country shut down. You couldn't move. You couldn't, mm. you, the roads were shut down. There was, um, and and a lot of people died too. Um, people that died here too, but but in relation to our population, it was uh, the official numbers put it at a, at least 350, I think, 348, 350. Um, I think the more accurate number is closer to 1,000, 800 to 1,000 people wow. that were murdered during yeah. this uprising. So yeah. if you put it into perspective, the size of the the yeah the so the the protests were attacked as simple as that they, they were attacked by 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 different groups um these groups are in in most people's opinion are groups that support the government or or even part of the government in a way right like yeah, these yeah. hidden um and we won't it, it's there's we don't really know who it was but 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 there were snipers out there shooting at the crowds, right? And, and, and stuff like that. So it was, it was, that's why I say not even close. Yeah. Right. At least the experience, yeah. right? Is, 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 is it worth going? I mean, the political side of it, I don't know, but the experience was definitely not even close. No doubt, man. That's great. Yeah, no, I, I, I like to, I, I like to ask that question because I think, I think um, this is just my opinion. If you're born and bred here, if you've never really experienced uh, another culture, or another country's uh, uh, situation, the only exposure I have is my wife is a Dominican uh, uh, national. She was born in the Dominican. So I have some sense. I've gotten some sense of like their history. Like I had no idea about like Trujillo and the, and the ethnic cleansings in the 50s and 60s and like crazy stuff. I wouldn't have known any of that if not for being married to her. So we kind of get in our heads being here about like, oh my God, the news cycle especially amps it up, how bad it is, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, right? Or what side of an issue you're on, how bad it is. But then when I, when I hear like my wife or some of her family members that have lived in another country where there's like, you know, this stuff amped up, like it, it, it threatens to, to take a country down. I always wonder the perspective, like that's what I'm asking for, I guess, essentially is like, okay, give so, perspective, so my perspective yeah. if, if, if I can tell my perspective, I think we are blessed to be in this country and 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 i i understand that a lot of people would like the country to or the us to, to go in a different direction and 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 i understand why um or yeah, sure. people are happy with the direction it's going some people want it to you know there's there's differences i i understand that 
but but it's also sometimes I think we forget, and I include myself because I'm also um, I consider myself an American. I'm a U.S. citizen. Um, yeah. Sometimes we forget that that we're actually blessed, and 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 we're 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 in a great, awesome situation. I mean, we have we're, it's the land of opportunity. It really is. Amazing. No, I agree. It's, it's funny. It's just, I, I love hearing that perspective, yeah. just like what you're coming from. Give give me the, give me the view of it from, uh, from having seen what you've seen in a country like Nicaragua. What's going on, everybody? It's Jamie. I'm jumping in real quick here because some people are listening to this podcast thinking, man, I hear this guest. I hear what they're talking about. This whole go abundance thing sounds pretty cool. I'd love to be a part of that. And I would say to you, if you are qualified to be part of go abundance, you're a millionaire or accredited at the very least, Jump on to GoBundance.com and just put your application in. You'll get on a call. It might even be with me where we can talk about what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish, and what it is to be part of this community in depth. would love to have a conversation with you about that. It's been just so life-changing for me. And for those of you out there that are saying, yeah, sounds great. I would if I were a millionaire or if I were accredited, but I'm not there yet. We've got that now. We've built a program and I run it. I love, love being a part of it. I left my job for it called Emerge and ascend. Emerge is where you got to start. It's a 12-week intensive sprint goal-setting course. You're going to get curriculum every week. You're going to get live intervention every week. You're going to get connection with GoBundance members every week. You're going to get accountability from like-minded people every week. Jump into that, kill it, and we invite you to ascend, which is essentially the GoBundance mastermind without the million-dollar requirement. And we actually even add in coaching to help folks find their purpose, their mission, their values. It's intense. It's, it's everything all wrapped in one. So again, if you're a millionaire or you're at least accredited and you're wondering about this GoBundance thing and that should I, shouldn't I, just apply. Throw your name in. You lose nothing. All you do is put your name into an application form. You get on a phone call and then you decide. If you're not yet at that million dollar mark, look at Emerge. GoBundance.com slash Emerge. And what you can do as well is drop my name in there, Jamie, J-A-M-I-E, and we'll knock 200 bucks off the tuition for Emerge. Jump in there and we'll get you started on your journey toward being a whole life millionaire, toward getting to GoBundance, whatever you want. People in Emerge, people in Ascend, people in GoBundance all report back often the changes it's made in their lives financially, relationally, and everywhere else. So go to GoBundance.com, check all of that out. See wherever you are, dive into that particular area of GoBundance, and we'd love to see you inside of the tribe. Now, back to our show. Um, by the way, France, where, where did France come in? You have a, a French passport. My, my grandfather was French. <laughs> ah, so you automatically get one? Yep. Oh, look at that. My business partner is yeah. French, so uh, he'll be happy yeah. to know there's another French passport. <laughs> he lives down in where you are in Miami, so. <laughs> cool. Um, all right, let's pivot. Let's pivot a bit to what you're doing now. So you mentioned being on the LP side, the GP side of some deals. What, what's your focus right now? Where, where are you growing toward? What are you trying to accomplish right now from a from a, a business, financial, entrepreneurial perspective? Yeah, so I've I've been, um, as I mentioned, pretty active on on multifamily acquisitions um, or investing side for a few years now, and I, I'm, I'm focusing. On, on on building that side of my business and, and just buying more assets and, and and giving this opportunity to other investors. I'm, most of what I did before was more of a friends and family investors or or, or just my, my own funds or or joint ventures with different groups where where we would buy the property on our on our own. I I started realizing this is a great opportunity not not just for 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 for, for us for my group but to, to open it up to 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 different investors right and 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 that's. The only way I can continue to grow as well, um, and 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 get into bigger, better assets, 
And lately, I've, I've, I found myself I'm in a unique position in, in Miami where I'm exposed to many people from Latin America that either live here or travel here quite often, and they're familiar with the country. Uh, we speak a lot of Spanish here. Um, and, and, and I'm focusing now more on, I'm, I'm starting to focus on having Latin American investors from the different, from, so for example, I'm, I'll give you an example, Peru. People in Peru are very nervous right now because they just had elections or, and uh, I don't want to get political, but so the, gov the, the, the government that won or the, or the president that won is, 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 is more, is, is on the left, right? So he's, he's, he's kind of like, a, they're worried that in, he has transferred to be communist or, or it's going to become the next Venezuela Sure. Cuba or whatever. So they're they're they they're they don't want they they want to get money into this country, right? They want to they they there's no other. This is a safe haven for if if you're not from here and you're in Latin America, you see this as a safe haven. I put my money in the U.S. and it's yeah. gonna be safe. I'm not going to lose it. Yes, there's inflation, there's all this, right? But I'm not going to lose it there. At least it's there. It's 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 nobody's going to take it away, right? Because in yeah. um historically the way most of Latin Americans invest in the U.S. is they buy a condo in Miami, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's a better way. I think that it's better to invest in income-producing property, commercial real estate, multifamily, or, or, or at least it's a good alternative, right? If you're not going to be using the condo as a second home, at least. So I'm bringing this opportunity to, to the different, to, to, to that profile of investor. And um, we're, we're, we're growing. I've, I've, I bought four properties this year, four multifamily properties this year. Um, some investors have been domestic, Latin American background, but domestic, right? And I'm now starting to tap into the actual international Latin Americans that aren't domestically based. I love it. No, that's great. And there's a lot of purpose behind that for you, right? You know, just yeah. to, you know. You you feel a, a draw to 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 help in this regard, which is amazing. What um what's you joined GoBundance earlier this year, twenty twenty one, as we record this. Um, what if anything has been the impact of that in this space? What you're doing, or just generally speaking, for you? So, to me, GoBundance it's just giving me a view of of and and that's so I've been an entrepreneur all my life. It's it's very lonely being an entrepreneur. It, <laughs> it can be. I mean. Anybody that's been there will probably agree with that, that it can get very yeah. lonely. So I've, I, this group has, has definitely filled that void that, that, that I've had. And, and um, going back, I, I can, everybody's so open. All the, you know, all the GoBros are, are so open and so willing to help. I've also tried to help as many as, as I can or, or at least share my experience with as many as I can so that they we, we just leverage each other's experience, right? And, 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 and not just in business, but in life in general. So it, it's, it's been a great experience. Um, going back to how it's helped my growth. Well, the last property I, I closed on was about two. Well, actually it was last week, last Friday in Charleston. And it was our, our GoPod. So our GoPod is our, um, you can probably explain better than I can what a GoPod is, Jamie. Yeah, your accountability pod. Yeah, your your yeah, kind of core yeah. group of guys that you you meet up with and kind of drive one another toward what you're trying to accomplish. So yeah, correct. Yeah, so we had we we put ourselves that goal when 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 we first started the, the GoPod to kind of find a deal together and, and buy a deal together, and 
and I found that deal in Charleston and, and we, we closed on it together. We, we, we are doing different things in the, and, and we're trying it out. That's cool. We're, we're getting to know each other better. We're one of the, one of the guys is, or, um, is, is local to Charleston. Great guy. Uh, great GoBro. So there's, there's definitely tons of value in. Yeah, no, in, I'm in curious about that. I know. Yeah. There's, there's, it feels like there's a growing group down where you are as well. Like I think of Carlos and some of these other guys that have jumped in recently. Um, uh, yeah, I just wondered, yeah, for you, like kind of what the experience has been. That's great to hear. That's great to hear that you and your pot are investing together. That's so cool. I love yeah. hearing those stories, you know? So yeah. yeah, very cool. Let's jump over to the one sheet and talk a little bit about uh, the different pillars, if you will, of life. We're going to start with the horizontal income pillar for you. So right now, how many lines of horizontal income have you, I heard you bought four properties, but yeah, I'll let you, how many lines of horizontal income do you have coming in right now? All right. So I am opening it up right now and I have uh 19 19, 19 lines of horizontal income wow yeah. and from a percentage standpoint do you have a what percentage you are as far as financial freedom percentage yes i am at i should know this by memory but i'm pulling it up that's Here okay let me see i am at 82 percent 82%. So you're almost at that 100% mark. For those that don't understand that, that means his his passive income, his horizontal income covers 82% of his monthly expenses. I'm curious, do you count expenses as like base level expenses? Like in order for me to live, eat, you know, kind of that? Or is it like, no, I include fun, travel, you know, paying for GoBundance, all that stuff. Is that all in your expenses when you when you I calculate everything? everything. I, yeah, I, I include everything. I include um, travel. I I. I Expenses is what it takes to be to have the life I have today. Got it. Got it. To have the exact life you have today. So you're 82% yeah. of the way there and closing fast. I love it, man. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Not, Let's not, not the life that I would have to downgrade to, which would be fine. I mean, if I, have, I wouldn't have an issue with that, but, but I'm, it's not based on the life I would have to downgrade to to survive. Yeah, no. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, on, the, on the aged buying health pillar, I've seen you live. I've seen you shirtless. You're in good shape. What's uh, the daily diet and exercise look like? <laughs> <laughs> so that's an there. So, so I, I, I do have that as one of my goals to, to improve on that. I, I could be doing better. Um, I, so, so my, my, the last time I did my one sheet was we, we, we do it quarterly in, in our pod. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm due for one right now. And that's probably going to be one. I'm going to get a lot of feed from on. Um, from 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 my from my pod because I haven't really improved much. I've 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 been busy, which is not an excuse, right? But I've been busy, and 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 and, and I guess that that's an area I can improve on in in, in giving that priority again. Um, I've I I try to look for ways to be healthy where I enjoy it. I'm, I'm I don't like the gym. That's I'll, I'll put it out there. I hate going to the gym. Um, so I have two options. I either find a way to enjoy the gym. Or I find ways to be active that I enjoy, right? I, I love to ski. That's not an option here in Miami. It doesn't snow here. Um, <laughs> and we don't have mountains. <laughs> so I, I've, I've gotten big into tennis. I play tennis now four or five times a week. And, 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 and oh, that's wow. most of my activity. And, 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 and it's worked. I've, I've, it's, kept, it's kept me in shape. And, and, kind of, and it's kept me well. I think I'm, I'm happy with it. When, when I travel, I don't play. And, and, that kinda, and I've been traveling quite a bit lately. So... But that's yeah. I like that. What about diet? What do you do for diet? You're intermittent fasting? Are you doing anything specific or some things you avoid or focus on? I've I, I I've tr so 
my wife just gave birth. We have a three month old son. So I don't, you, you're, you're, you're a father, Jamie. So you know what yeah. it is to um, be around a pregnant wife or, or wife that's breastfeeding. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's challenging to get, to, to, to get your wife to align with your eating habits when they're in that, when they're going through that stage. But um, th- th- there's nothing specific I'm doing. I just try to, I, I, I try to keep it simple. I, I, I try to eat healthier every day. I try to eat things like fish um, and stay away from fried foods, stay away from French fries, fast food. I try to eat at home as much as possible. Yeah. And, and just see, you know, we, I, I, I keep it simple. There's, I don't really count my calories or anything like that, but I just try to keep it simple. And, and, Makes sense. And yeah. Some, yeah. Moderation, right? Moderation is the yeah. key to all of it. So you mentioned yeah. the family. Uh, married how long and how many kids now? Married five years, two kids. One's three and, well, almost three. And the other one's three and almost four months. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Boys, girls? Both boys. Both boys. And right? one yeah. actually shares, is, is, well, the second one, the other one is Sebastian. And I'm, I'm sure that's I'm right. Son of Sebastian too. That's right. I was going to say, we yeah. talked about this because we were both yeah. boy dads. I remember we were saying that, that we were driving somewhere in Miami together, but both boy dads, because you had the second one on the way when he was, or was he just, yes. no, he was on the way. He was on the way. Yes. Yes. yes right. Yes. He was on the way. And uh, yeah, it was June. So he, she would have been like eight months or something like that at that point, I think. Right. So eight, yeah. seven or eight months. Um, and yeah. you, but you knew it was a boy and, uh, and then that's right. We each have a Sebastian, which is really cool. I love yeah. that. You have better hair than I do though. So you win <laughs> on balance. You win. So, uh, unless... it all, but I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. What, uh, what's your, what's your wife do? Does she, is she work or stay at home? She, she works, but she's, uh, she has a lot of flexibility at, at her job. She's, she works for a PR firm down here in Miami and, gotcha. um, yeah, she just manages the, the digital marketing department. She's the, like, I think her position is vice president of digital marketing. You probably know that. I, I would say I think I, I think my wife's job. I, I don't know. She does. <laughs> but, but, but they're very flexible with her. She's on maternity now. She she she, yeah, she won't start working again until at least January. I think. But yeah, that's very cool. How about life happiness? What's your life happiness index on your one sheet? A one sheet look like, and what category so, might you be working on most? Okay, so my life happiness index is at 7.2. Pretty good. Yeah. So I am working on definitely diet and exercise. Those are two things that I can improve on. Um, I, I Family. I'm, I'm very close to my family. Uh, and, and, and not just through my immediate family, my, my kids and my wife. But all this pivoting in, in, in life has, has definitely put a strain and... and and it's taken a lot of time, right, um, to, to, to change from the, the developing work I was doing in, in Latin America to now doing multifamily. And now there, there, there's, I've had to transition for, for, for and, and I'm happy that that has happened, but I've had to transition a few times. And, and I feel that that has affected my, my family relationship. Um, it, it's, I, I have, I get along great with all of them, but I would like to, meet with them more, have lunch with them more. So that's one of the goals I have on my one sheet, which is... Is this family that's here? I know you have family in Nicaragua still. Is it a family that's here that you're more focused on or both? Both, both. So um, both. Well, there, there's two parts to that. First, my immediate family, my kids. I want to spend more time with them. Sure. Take them more to the park, um, stuff like that. Do more activities with them, which I, I, I'm, I'm working on. And, it's, and it's, it's got, I'm getting better at that. I, I, yeah. I, used to be, I used to get home and be on the phone or something, you know, sending emails. 
Yeah, I go up and down on that, but yeah, or whatever. Um, so yeah, so I try to respect those family time blocks that I'm starting to to, to build on you know, on my on my schedule. And the other thing that would happen is since I'm I, I live here I, in, in in Miami and I still my parents are in Nicaragua. My 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 grandmother is in Nicaragua. I have a couple uncles down there too, and I probably didn't call them enough. I, I or just a simple call and say hi and check in on them, how they're doing and tell them about what I'm doing and, and, and about my life and, and then maybe doing like a FaceTime of, of my son with my grandmother, little stuff like that. That's the, the kind of thing that is important to me. But if I don't remember to do them, I just won't do them. You know, again, I, I, I was looking the last time at my one sheet. Um, I, I, I hadn't had a, zoom call with my with my or facetime call with my grandmother in in, in, in quite a while right and and my, she's getting pretty old right so i'm i i'm being held accountable to to do that type of stuff and and and, yeah. and show her my my son you know i want her to be a part of that yeah, virtually which is the only sure. way to do it right now but, but but it works it works that's the yeah. that's the beauty of the world we live in today right like yeah. through COVID and everything you learn like you can still at least stay connected imagine this happening in 1952 you know like we don't have these yep. FaceTime and all this other stuff that we can do. So no, I love that, man. What about contribution? Where do you spend tend to spend time, money, or energy from a contribution standpoint? Where do you like to give back? So I um give I I there's a few charities I'm involved in in Nicaragua that I I don't really give time to it. I just mostly donate. Sure. Um I am at a pulling up my that part of my one sheet again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay, so I contribute year today. I've contributed twenty hours to to, to, to different types of, of of charity, and I've contributed five percent of my income. And so the yeah, so 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 the monetary side of the income just goes. Um, most of it has gone to charities in Nicaragua for for. Uh, for, for purpose like just for different causes um food education and and um and, and clothing which is some of the basic things down there yeah. makes sense again passion for you purpose for you in uh in in doing all you can for uh for you know folks in those areas of the world uh family in those areas of the world how about uh adventure are you going to park city are you able i'm a young young kid I, is it i i am i am i am so so i go to park city all the time i'm a i i have a condo there i have a place there so i I go there five times, six times a year. I try to go as much as I can uh, for 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 just you know for recreation. Love skiing. I yeah. love skiing. I, yeah, that's my thing. I I love skiing, so I, I'm not gonna miss that one. You bringing the and, family or just you? I I am planning on bringing the family. Yeah. We're still working on that. But so is there gonna be a? I think there's not gonna be the family side of it this time, right? The abundance. Yeah, I don't think so. It's not going to be in front of it. So it's just going to be uh, the event itself. But I know still a lot of guys are bringing family. I, I would, but we're going to the Dominican to see my wife's family from like late December to early February. And then I'm I'm flying out for the week to go to Park City. I don't know if you know this, but there's like zero good ways to get from Punta Cana to Salt Lake City. It's like 86 hours, nine airports to go from there. there. So I'm burning like one day just traveling. But um, yeah. otherwise, my family would go. We They all went to Steamboat. We didn't do fan bundles in Steamboat, but we all went to Steamboat. And there was tons of families there. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. So 
I don't think they're 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 going. I so I yeah I spoke to my wife the other day, and now, now that I remember, and I think that for this trip, for 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 the for this Go Buttons trip, if I take them, I'm not going to be able to focus as much on the value of Go Buttons. So that, this is your yeah. first one, right? This is your first Go Buttons event. It is, a, yes, this is my first Go Buttons event. Uh, I I wasn't able to make it to the summer. One I always say that to guys like, you know, they're like, oh, the event, I'm thinking about bringing my family. Like if it's your first one, there's a draw, obviously, of like, I feel bad. Let me get home. You know, so if you're hanging out in the lobby at 11 midnight, one o'clock, having a beer, talking and getting deep on a topic, like eh, you're not going to do that because you feel like you have to get home after your first couple, three events, you know, where you can kind of settle in You're more, you know, then I feel like bringing the family is good, but unless the family's like, you're not going without me, then, you know, take what you can get. <laughs> but I have said that to a lot of guys like, man, go to the first event by yourself, just so you're un you're unfettered, uh, like you're, you're, there's no obstruction to you just fully engaging. I hate to use family as obstruction, but you get my point, I think. So yeah, no, absolutely. It's, there, there, there's a time and place for everything, right? And 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 for me, at least, this trip is more of a it's a go this thing. Yep, yep, hundred percent. So let's dive into this uh, this last question. This is from the GoBundance card game. Um, and by the way, thanks for your patience for the. <laughs> For those that are like about five minutes into this, my power went out. It where I sit right now, as we record this, it is a gorgeous fall day outside. There's no rain, no snow, no nothing. Everything powered down. Reboot this, reboot that. So Bernard, I appreciate your patience with all of this, man. <laughs> so <laughs> here's the question: It is <laughs> what's that? This is the second time we do this for those. Yeah, yeah, the second yeah. second time through. Second time through. Thankfully, it was only a few minutes into the first one. But yeah, geez. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So the very relevant piece here is it's the six of hearts. Actually, that means nothing. That means nothing. So here's the question. If you lost everything you have, how long will it take you to make it back? And how would you do it? So I don't envision. So, so, so the first thing that came to mind when he asked that question is, okay, I lose everything I have. That's um, the material stuff. But I don't envision losing my, my, my family. Sure. So the answer to that would be zero time because my family would still be there. I right? love that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my answer. I love that, man. Like, look, when I left my job and you don't have, because you were like, you got the entrepreneurial bug way earlier. You always were. But when I left my job, um, that was a, that was something I had to come to terms with, or I had come to terms with like this, the fear of leaving your job. It like, unless, until you look at it is that I'm going to lose it all right? That I'm going to lose it. All. I'm going to be you know, out of work and out of money. And I can't, you know, I can't operate or live. But when my wife and I talked about like, you know, I, you know, we can get jobs for 50 grand each if we needed to, <laughs> like we can live in a three bedroom apartment or a two bedroom apartment, but we'll, we'll still be right. Like that's to your point. That's everything. All the other stuff is fluff. Right. But, but we get so tied to the idea of lifestyle and everything else. And of course we don't want to lose it, but yeah. that's such a powerful thing. I love what you just said there. I think that's the best answer. I didn't expect that, but that's the best answer to that question that you can give. You'll still I, have it all. I I I definitely haven't seen many. Yes, money can can help with stress and 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 it can it can help with happiness if you know how to use it. Yeah. But in my life, there hasn't really been a correlation between money and happiness. That that, that I can not that I've measured it or anything. But if I look back, I don't think there is there's. I've, 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 I've been at different stages financially. Right. And, 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 and no, it's, 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 uh, um, maintaining low levels of stress is definitely very important for me for happiness and having a loving family that loves me and supports me no matter what, you know, that's, that, that's what happiness is for me at least. Good way to end it, my friend. Good way to end it. Let's do this. When, how can people get in touch with you or find out what you're doing or where do you want to direct folks to, to learn more about you? 
So they can email me. Uh, my direct email is B Pearson, B P I E R S O N at equitypartners.com. And equity is E Q U U I T I. So equity with an I at the end. That I stands for international, right? That's why ah, I misspelled the equity. Yeah, it's the international equity. So E Q U I T I partners.com. So B Pearson at equitypartners.com. You can go to my website as well, www.equity with an I again, partners.com. Um, and yeah, that's you can. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, all the different social medias. You can message me um, there, reach out there, and I'll be happy to connect with anyone. Love it, man. Appreciate you being on. Thanks for dealing with the glitching and all the other crap that we started with at the beginning of this. But uh, good to connect with you, man. Good to see you again. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks, Jamie. It was, it, was, it, was, it was great being on this. Sure thing. Thanks for inviting me. The wrong tribe confounds, the right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires, a $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. Thank you for tuning in to the GoBundance podcast. We hope to see you at a live event in the near future. If you're new to us, here's a quick explanation of our programs. Number one, Emerge a web-based journey for millionaires to be. Number two, Ascend, an interactive mastermind, the next stage of our journey. Number three, GoBundance Elite, the original tribe of millionaires. Number four, GoBundance Champions, five million net worth and above. Number five, GoBundance Women, a tribe of amazing badass women. For detailed information on all five of these, simply find us at GoBundance.com. Until then, grab life big.